0: I'm and i'm christian and this is episode 64 of shades of brown and this week uh this week hopefully we won't lose the
1: recording yeah, yeah, yeah this week we won't lose the recording um once again sorry about that uh hopefully last week's episode is interesting um, yeah, plus least. that that site i hope you all enjoyed that segment where static talked about how much he hates assassin's creed <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love being able to edit audio it's a power for good and a power for evil yeah. Although, um, so. We really haven't talked about tech news for most of the last month, but the problem is after this happens every year, right? After yep. the uh, conference season, right? WWC, uh, build, um, Google I/O, yeah, shit just slows down, and it but, like, really does, yeah. Like literally, the only news that we would want to talk about has been like Google Home feature updates, Amazon releasing a streaming device, right? Like the Fire TV Cube. Like outside of that, there's like little feature. Things that have been happening here and there, but for the most part, there's nothing been big. um I know the iOS betas came out, Apple, some other Apple stuff leaked, but nothing really to warrant talking about. Uh, Microsoft, I know the Andromeda stuff leaked. We've mentioned that before, so we weren't going to talk about it again. And with Google, it's more of they've like invested in a Firefox OS clone. I don't know what else happened. Google's probably oh the duplex demo again, but that's nothing new since I O. Right? Like, there's nothing that really warrants talking about. So that's why we've kind of skipped over some of it. Um, but although, uh, fucking, we, we just need to get, we need to talk about this new Overwatch character. Yes, yes
0: we do. Uh, so, uh, this week, uh, did a developer update. Uh, as usual, Jeff from the Overwatch team, as he introduces himself every time, uh, introduced a new character called Wrecking Ball. And now everybody, before everybody starts making the Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball jokes, uh, it's it's, it's, a, it's a one hell of a character. It's it's, it's like the super powered hamster in a in a mech that that can roll
1: around. Uh, it's, it, it's 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 um. I I, I ran this by Static beforehand because he apparently has never played Super Monkey Ball, but um, this is literally like Super Monkey Ball and Overwatch, and I fucking love it.
0: Yeah, and uh, I had a chance to give it a shot, give give uh, Wrecking Ball a shot in the in the PTR, and holy shit, like it's mobility like it's just out of like you can roll like you can roll around in the ball right you can also ha- you also have a grappling hook right uh that can propel you like you use it to grab grab onto surfaces and that gives
1: you like this momentum right uh to- it's sort of like swinging in spider-man
0: yep it's it's like you're you like a hamsters hamster man hamster spider-man
1: is, like, have we have is, is wrecking ball uh, uh what's the gender have we actually i that? i don't
0: i do don't think we have
1: like, so okay so i'm okay. gonna say uh, name name
0: is hammond but uh,
1: hammond is non-binary he mm-hmm. is jeff kaplan daddy kaplan has not given us any any uh confirmation there and you know i i support this because y'all gamers have been <laughs> saying there's too many too many new women characters in overwatch well guess what we now have a uh, gender fluid um hamster in a mech this is yeah. my mech
0: to take that and put it in your
1: i don't know gaming keyboard uh, uh oh it's <laughs> I, I, like take the take that and I hope it goes under your key on your <laughs> Razer mechanical keyboard and it and it ends up being like one of those shitty Apple keyboards and it gets stuck Holy no shit. my fucking pain oh god oh god we <laughs> we're, we're going to get
0: to that in a in a bit I think but uh
1: so yeah that's- also wait, wait, wait before you go about the character all right I just want to say you were telling it to me, and I saw it in the video. Jeff Kaplan seriously looks like he's holding back so much yeah, laughter while yeah. talking about this character. Yeah, like,
0: um, people on the uh, Overwatch subreddit were, like, like, the Overwatch team had a bet that how how, how soon can we get, a, like, a hamster character in in the fucking game? And, like, Jeff is just, like, sitting there. Like, you can see his face. He's, he's like, holding back, like, a grin and a laugh, and I'm just, like, this dude knows he's having a lot of fun. Um... Uh, which is good uh, and honestly the character is is a lot of fun uh like i try to in ptr uh just really fast Mo- like the mobility is like he's is like, it's supposed to be a disruptive tank
1: uh he's supposed to be like moving around all the time disrupting. like you can literally turn into a wrecking ball like he turn into a ball and you roll around and you can like attack you can even do like ground stomps. i was watching some gameplay it looks fucking amazing yeah the mobility
0: is what's going to be and his and it's uh uh ultimate ability uh is, is 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 a proper area denial ultimate it is it is uh the mac launches uh a, a bunch of mines in an area and if anybody touches if any enemy touches the mines they got a lot of damage i, I don't know how much damage but it's a significant amount of damage to kill basically any any characters uh so it's a proper area denial ultimate which is cool uh also Another cool fact about Wrecking Ball: the hamster doesn't have uh, it, uh, its own voice. Uh, the max voice lines are like this robot voice. Uh, it's it's because it, as Jeff mentioned in the in the developer update, I mean, it'd be ridiculous if if we had a talking hamster, you know? Uh, because obviously, that, that, that's the ridiculous
1: part. <laughs> yeah, that was the joke.
0: They, that was the joke that everybody was talking about. That that was like Jeff being like, just, "Look, guys, we have." We have Winston. We can't have another <laughs> talking animal in the game, right? Uh, so, yeah. So that's that's Wrecking Ball. Uh, we got to learn a bit about Hammond's backstory. He, he they build the mech uh, from sc- scrap parts in Junker Town, uh, and he, he used to has in like gladiatorial battles and stuff. It's it's like more
1: backstory than I've heard about Junker Town in a while, but. Uh, that's Wrecking Ball. Uh, so, um, with Wrecking Ball, have we gotten a short yet for uh for Wrecking uh, no, Ball? No, no,
0: no short. There haven't been a shorts in a long time. Like that's mm. that's something somebody somebody has mentioned that uh people have mentioned that on the subreddits is that we haven't gotten shorts uh, since when was the last one? Even I can't even remember when the last one was was that the Reinhardt one? I think no,
1: no. Was the last one the May one?
0: E- no, the May one was Eco Point uh, Antarctica one, and then there was the Reinhardt
1: one with I think. There's Bastion, there's been Reinhardt. Soldier yeah. had one. Um, yeah. Well, still there, there has been one for a couple months now. Yeah, there
0: hasn't been. Uh, I'm looking forward to one. Like, I, I reckon we're gonna get one soon. And like, it's, it's probably in the works. Probably it's gonna come with like the introduction of Wrecking Ball into the live game. So, uh, if you're on PC, you can give give Wrecking Ball a shot in in the PTR. Like, uh, it's, it's fun. It's really fun to play.
1: Although uh, I'm I'm surprised they haven't um, fuck so like they they didn't they didn't like announce Wrecking Ball at E3. I'm I, like I guess Blizzard wanted to have a new cycle outside of E3 to give it. more Yeah, attention. they don't really.
0: I think Blizzard never was really into E3. Like Blizzard never announces stuff at E3. They don't care because they're they, have huge, BlizzCon, right? Right? Yeah. They, they have BlizzCon, right? Yeah, they have BlizzCon. Yeah, they always usually announce stuff at like big stuff at Blizz, BlizzCon. Also, they don't need E3 to announce anything, right?
1: Mm, uh, right, right. They,
0: because they're 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 big enough, they're established enough. They don't they don't need any additional. They they prefer to do it, I guess, on their own terms. Uh, so that's that's Overwatch news. Uh, we're gonna talk about Apple news again.
1: <laughs> so we are we're gonna talk about some Apple news. There's like two things, two things. Um, yeah. and some and it, we will we will yell. I will get to yell about my keyboard in yep. more in yeah. more depth. Yeah. Uh, what is the butterfly keyboard? It has no depth, so I guess <laughs> <laughs> But so the first one is that Apple is rebuilding Apple Maps. Yeah. Um, so, started off. Have you ever do, do these ha- come up in Toronto? The self not self driving, but they're like Apple Maps cars that have like the lidar machines and all that stuff on the top of them, and like the cameras.
0: I I haven't seen an Apple Maps one. I think I've, I've seen a Google one, but I've never seen an Apple one. I mean, that's that's fine because I don't go outside them.
1: Okay. So that might be that might be America only. I mean probably exist
0: here right they might be unmarked right they might be unmarked vehicles with lidar
1: uh no no no, they're not unmarked because i've seen them in orlando and i've seen them uh, around boston um so how they are right it's like a white sedan like a sort of like a sedan-ish it's not it's it's like a boxy car uh, Though the, there are some model names some car enthusiasts got really mad at me for calling a sedan uh please don't at me car nerds but it has like not the lidar sensor but it's a camera array Li- lidar is a It might have LiDAR for uh, doing some other mapping stuff, it has a whole, like, sensor array on the top of it. And people just drive it around. And so what Apple's been doing, though, for the past four years is that they've been driving these cars around America to build their own mapping data. Because right now, Apple Maps has always been a mixture of, like, TomTom, OpenStreetMaps, and uh, other data that Apple combines into one. But the problem is with that, they can't fix their own database because they don't own the database of Maps. It's all licensed data. So if, like, uh, if a location is wrong, they would have to... They would someone would submit a request saying, hey, uh, this doesn't exist or this street is not the right, it's not how the actual street looks in real life. So then they would have to contact TomTom or another one of their partners to update the map. And so the interesting thing here is, right? So they're rebuilding, they're rebuilding all their maps data, and they're rolling it out in the Bay Area of iOS 12, and then they're gonna start um slowly rolling it out to the rest of America. It's sort of like how they did with transit data, right? Where transit data, it was a city at a time got it, which is an interesting way of doing it, right? Because, A, like this is the fourth time Apple said they're fixing Maps. <laughs> like They've been kind of quiet about it recently.
0: Yeah, they, uh, yeah I, think, I think Maps has gotten a lot better. I think its reputation, though, at this point is tainted. And I feel like it's, it's more of a PR problem than a tech problem, right? Uh, I mean, they they do have cars out, like the, they're solving the tech problem. But I feel like the the bigger problem is that everybody thinks that Apple Maps is, st- is still the same shitty uh, maps that it was when it launched. Right? Uh, it's a
1: PR problem. But no, Apple Maps has gotten better. I use Apple Maps over Google Maps because I just try and yeah, I I I
0: don't e- I don't even have Google Maps installed. Uh, but most of the time, I don't use transit. Like I don't use. Uh, I don't need a mapping app. I usually use transit uh, to figure stuff out. I don't usually need a map stuff.
1: Well, when I was in, uh, well, w- where I'm at right now, um, the transit, the LOL, Roller America doesn't exist. But um, when I'm in cities, I usually use transit, not maybe because I might not know how to get around, but also too for delays. Because especially when you get to Boston and stuff, there's always, they're always working on one line. Something's always, they're always working on something. Yeah,
0: yeah, same here. It, uh, like delays, like uh, bus detours, uh, subway delays, uh, et cetera. Right. Uh,
1: so yeah, that's, I well. Mean- also too, they, um, they're now doing what Google does, which is live traffic, uh, device recording from iPhones, right? Peace out. Google does it, right? Your devices, whatever you're in like either a doing navigation, or I even think if you're just, if it detects movement in like a car, right, your phone will start pinging, uh, location data back to Google. And then they sort of crowdsource that all to get a look at live traffic. And Apple's doing that as well. But instead of sending all of your location data, what Apple is doing is that the beginning of your ride and the end of your ride is not sent to Apple in terms of for the uh, traffic data, but the in-between data, right? In between point A to B, the movement speeds and all that stuff that is anonymized on device and then sent to Apple. And then they use that to make their traffic, uh, their live traffic reporting, which is really interesting because it's like, they're still, they're doing like, they're figuring out ways to do the kind of stuff Google does without it being as creepy. And I know I say that all the time, and I'm, like, not trying to, like, be a stan here, but it's, like, important to note that, like, a lot of the machine learning shit on iOS just happens on your phone.
0: Yep. Uh, happens on device. Uh, it's all done on like, the, the photos stuff that they announce, right? It all happens on the device. Uh, it's done by the, by the processors on the device. It, it doesn't leave the device right uh right like it, it it is synced now between devices right it's it is uh the i guess the
1: well it's synced in an encrypted bundle in your iCloud backups and your iCloud storage right yeah yeah
0: yeah so yeah uh, that's that's the apple maps
1: yeah so okay. uh now on to the keyboard stuff so so uh, basically apple announced a keyboard repair program for any macbook bought since 2015 um and it is now for the four years after the purchase date of the keyboard. And they will replace any mushy keys, stuck keys, or repeating keys, or keys that don't work. And you know how much repair is, right, for this keyboard without, uh, if you didn't have the warranty or Apple Care? Yeah. $575. Jesus. Because the problem is, and I have an iFixit link um, in, the, in the show notes, which you can find at two com. But it's, uh, so if you're replacing the keyboard, you have to replace like the battery, you have to replace a couple other things, and you have to replace the aluminum casing for the whole computer. Right. So it's, it is like,
0: it is an ex- like a, like a very, it'll take, like it'll take time in both labor and parts, right? It's like, it's just like a big, Repair like it's not convenient to repair. Like you don't just like it's not you, you don't just like open open it up like uh, one of those old thing pads, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Like, just
1: pop out the keyboard bit and then plug in a new one, right? No, you have to replace a whole bunch of other parts on the computer. That's yeah, that's. So so you got yours uh,
0: fixed, right? You got yours replaced. Uh, yeah, I so I replaced. gave it
1: last Saturday, right, and then by Tuesday I got it back. So like it went well. The keyboard works well now. Like you know. All the keys, they're making the noise. Uh, they're not sticky or anything like that. What I'm interested in seeing is hopefully if I fix it, gets their hands on one and they take one apart. If Apple did any changes to the keyboard, right? Like from what I've heard on Twitter and stuff, the answer might be no, but I want to, cause this feels tighter, right? It feels like it denser, like it, it feels like it, it's a heavier click when i when i tap it than how it used to be so i want to i just want to see if maybe apple may have added more rubber or something into it to try and prevent yeah, this from yeah. happening because four years for this keyboard is like that is a long warranty program <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: they're really like they are uh, really fucked up
1: like they they really i think at this
0: point uh they had to do something because like it was getting out of hand, right? Like the, the amount of repairs that they had to be doing, uh, for all these keyboards and the, the rate they had to be doing them. It was probably starting to be expensive. Uh, and I guess it all started to become like a PR problem, right? It started to become like, yeah, Apple doesn't care that, you know, uh, this all these faulty keyboards, uh, and it's like $500 to get them fixed if you don't have Apple care. Uh, so, they got it. They have to do it. Like, I think this is Apple
1: hand being forced. And, uh, and what they're encouraging too, they encourage geniuses. I was talking. So, okay, short story actually. He, I didn't tell him about the podcast link because I was really hungry and I, needed, I wanted to get some Chipotle. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the dude who, the genius, looked at my laptop when I went to the Apple store uh, over in Boston. He, uh, he, he's, he's a podcast listener, not this podcast, but like one of those Apple podcast listeners. Like he had, the, he had a real FM sticker on his AirPods that he showed me. And I, so I use like Tweetbot and a bunch of like other like nerdy Mac apps. And as soon as you look at my doc, he's like, "What do you do? <laughs> people, normal people don't have these apps installed on their computer. What, what do you do? Are, are
0: you a normal person, Chris? <laughs>
1: no, no I, I'm really not." And so, it's so I told him a big podcast. He saw me. He went to WWDC and stuff. So cool guy. But it was like I was like, oh no, I've been called out in public.
0: <laughs> called the fuck out.
1: But no. So what he was saying though is that uh, the documentation that they got from Apple is saying that before they send the computer back to Apple, they should really push to try and remove an individual keycap and just fix it themselves. But the uh, problem is, right, you can yeah. just break the keycap if you yeah. try that. And yeah. my thing was, I'm like, okay, so the alt key is one, my or no, yeah, my option key, because it's a Mac keyboard, is the one that's, like, stuck down and does not want to press. Right, right. So he could, in theory, take that one out. But, like, what if it happens to another key, right? I was like, I would just, I thought I'm like, I'd rather just replace the whole keyboard than, like, okay, you fix one key, but this might happen to another one, right? Yep. Yep, yep. It's just a bad design all around, right? Like it's just. I I like typing on this keyboard. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing, right?
0: (laughs) That's I mean that's yeah that's everybody has been saying that. Like there are there are like fans of people who like fans of people fans of the keyboard, people who like typing on the keyboard. Like the keyboard itself, from like keyboard perspective, like typing wise, is fine, right? Some people like it, some people don't. That's that's all that's like personal personal preference but the problem is that it keeps breaking right even if you if you do like the keyboard it's not a great keyboard if it doesn't work right if it, it breaks and, it, and uh, like at this point in computer technology a, like a keyboard not being reliable is is, is not something you should be worried about like this is not like the i don't know like the 70s or the 80s uh it's uh, ridiculous i yeah, mean although, is,
1: although in theory if it was the 70s and 80s those keyboards don't break those are like the ibm mechanical keyboard days right yeah
0: that's true i was yeah i was i was i was oh, trying to make like i would
1: say like a compact la- a compact desktop from like 2000
0: compact no no the shitty the, the shitty dell rubber dome
1: keyboards or whatever. Ooh, oh no not compact but when hp bought compact the hp Ooh. compact line of laptops are like oh, God. Those, those kinds of keyboards yep. because it's and the, what's what's more upsetting about this whole keyboard thing, right, is, like, these are premium laptops. Yep. If I buy a $500 Chromebook or a $200 Chromebook and it has, like, a shitty keyboard that gets mushy sometimes, it's a $200 laptop. Everything's plastic. I, while it's annoying and I'd rather not, like, I'm not too upset because I understand it, right? I spent $1,300 on my fucking laptop. <laughs> yep. And yep. my keys get mushy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's unacceptable. Like, honestly, if, if this was, like, if I had one of these keyboards and the first time this happened to me, I would just be, like, uh, I'm done. Like I'm, 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 I'm just buying like a, like a nice Windows laptop because Jesus Christ. That's...
1: This is why like people used to swear off early surfaces, right? Because remember yeah. the uh the Surface Three had like that yellowing problem, where, like the touchscreen would just stop working, right? For and there's one you had to put in the fucking freezer. Remember that one? Oh, the
0: Surface Pro 4, I think, had that problem, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the new Surface Pro, the one that's technically the 5, but the one that's just branded Surface Pro. That one had a problem with the digitizer where you had to put it in the freezer to get it to work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. it's... These, I can, these are not cheap I, Right? These devices. Are, you buy a <laughs> Surface Pro, you're spending more than $1,000. You buy a Mac, you're spending more than $1,000. Unless you're buying a MacBook Air It's the case. I'm sorry. Why are you buying a MacBook Air?
0: (laughs) And in some cases, it's like two grand, right? It's not. It's not even like
1: yeah. If you get a MacBook Pro, like for like editing video and stuff, and you want to get the dedicated GPU and all that stuff, you're spending two thousand something dollars on it, and that's fine, right? Like these are workstation computers. Like if I spent two thousand on a Surface Book, I I, I'm not upset. I spent two thousand on because I'm paying for the hardware, right? Like I'm paying for the 4K screen. I'm paying for all that. It makes sense to me as to why that costs that much. But the problem is when like you have these ridiculous problems of your keyboards getting stuck or you having to put like your computer in the fucking freezer where it's just like, <laughs> what, wh- why? And, and the, and the reasoning, right. It's like they're making compromises because they want to make these devices thin and light as possible. Yeah. Like that's the ultimate reason. We always
0: come back to this. We always come back. We come back to this with laptops. We come back to this with fucking Android phones, with phones in general, with
1: the yeah, iPhone. Techn- same. Yeah. Like, like <sighs> You build them out of glass. You build them out of materials that break easily. You build them extremely thin. Like the whole reason this butterfly keyboard exists is so this MacBook could be super thin. And mind you, I like, I like the fact that it's light. I don't care about the thinness. Like weight makes a difference on computers because I can put more yes. in my backpack without like getting stressed right, out. Right. Right. right but right, like right. thickness, like make it a little bit thicker to support a bigger keyboard. That's fine. You don't like make it thicker to put in a, a display. That's fine. Or like with your iPhones, right? Like make it thicker and have it reinforced in metal in the back, so it's not just all glass.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, this is this is this is this is a thing across the industry. Even the Windows laptop side of things is getting like a bit. Like the ultrabooks. Like a lot of a lot of new Windows laptops are like ultrabooks, right? And those are those look flimsy to me.
1: Oh yeah, those ones look like they take one hit and they're gone. And while we're at it, let's I'm going to yell about repairability for a minute because I I want to. <laughs> because I I told so I I wasn't planning on talking about it on the show until like iOS 12 like got final, but like so I had a chance to buy an iPad mini for like 50 bucks the other day, right? And this is an iPad mini 2. It had a retina display, the first one I ever rented a display. It has an A8 processor, the same one as the uh iPhone 5s. And the person who gave it to me was like, oh, I've really never used this. Like, I broke the screen once, I replaced it. And then since then, it's been sitting in a drawer. And, like, I checked it. The battery was fine. Like, everything was fine on it, right? So, I, I was like, I'll buy it off you if I, like, try iOS 12 on it. Because it was running, like, a Samsung Galaxy S six or something like that right with ios 11 but ios 12 like it's uh, not the point is but i just want to say ios 12 really does wonderful devices like that device is now like a comfy e-reading device which is what i wanted it for because the kindle's 100 and i was like if i can get an ipad mini for 50 to read stuff and it has like a rent display i'm good with that but the digitizer on it uh the one is an aftermarket part that uh, the person got to replace it and so that one it stops working if you have the device sleeping for more than like six hours and like the fact that like repairing Apple shit is so complicated is it's ridiculous. Same with like even Samsung phones, right? Repairing them's not any better. And like let's like do this. You literally you have to hold a heat gun to. I was checking reviews, right? Like not reviews, but uh, videos on YouTube. And the iFixit teardown. You hold a heat gun to the screen, and use like a suction cup to pull it off, or like a little lifting tool, and then. And then likely is you'll probably break the glass if you do it that way, right? Like that's usually a one-way street of pulling it off. The yeah, screen off, you can't put it back, right? You can't. Yeah, you have to put a new one on because of how they're built. And You have to like put more glue and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, what if, what if we made tablets and computers and stuff that were easily repairable? Imagine that. Imagine things
0: that you could swap out. You could put, like parts that you could take out. Uh, the, the ThinkPad model, uh, the, the whole ThinkPad design. Like um, I have this ThinkPad here that I that I got from school a well while back while I was still in university. Uh, like swapping out RAM is like the easiest thing. It's like one screw, you open a panel, and there's the RAM. You open another screw, uh, another panel, and there's the there's, there's the hard drive slot. Right? Uh, it's just like I, I bet I could repair like the keyboard by myself if I really wanted to. Right? Like I could like look up like a YouTube video on how to do it and like get it get it. Like get a couple of tools like uh, those
1: old screwdrivers. Uh, uh Oh, that's right. P.S. ThinkPads they don't use. So you know, right, like newer computers. I think Surfaces are the same, right? The screws they use. Yeah, those are like special screws. T- yeah, yeah, like you have to buy like a specific screwdriver, which is super I, expensive but, to get. The,
0: but the thing about it, I have, it doesn't. It, it uses normal screws. I already have the tools for that. Uh, I already have those little. I don't even. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the technical term is for um, those Phillips.
1: It's a, for, uh, it's, a, it's a T, right?
0: Yeah, it's a T. Uh, I think they're called like they are like really tiny bits, uh, really tiny heads, I guess.
1: But they're like uh, they're like small films. It's like, it's like a glasses screw, right? Like if you're yeah, like, fixing glasses or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It's, it's really easy to take it apart. Like you, you take, you can like take apart the battery. You can, uh, or the batteries are movable. Uh, I mean, first things you can replace the battery. Like you just you just hold the switch. You take the battery out, put another one in. That's that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of, kind of amazing how much we have, like, moved towards uh, sort of, like, more unibody designs, right, with stuff that is not as repairable. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it has it's,
1: a, it's yeah. like, too, right, like, they're not repairable, and then they're making them more fragile. Yes. I think, I think Apple's and oh, hopefully other OEMs are starting to realize this, though, right? Because I have to imagine the amount of, like, money they lose on repairing these devices is starting to catch up to them. Like, you make a phone with a glass back, within 90 days of buying every iPhone, you still have Apple Care, right? Like, that goes away if you don't pay the money for it. Or Samsung has a limited to warranty as well because you, like, have to legally in the U.S. Canada probably has similar laws, right? And they're probably realizing that, like, there's, like, a billion people using, like, Samsung phones and a billion people using iPhones. And, like, it's – you might maybe want to make these a little bit better. Like, you might want to make the keyboards work. <laughs> but back to the ipad though like that's even the, the ipad 2 and that one are the very least easier to fix because devices with laminated displays right you have to swap out the whole display panel unit like to fix this one the digitizer is just the front glass on it so all i have to do is just replace the glass and i can keep the lcd panel in place right but um if i had like a ipad mini four, the retina one that's laminated so you have to replace the whole unit which makes Ooh. it even more expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Repairing stuff now is, is not as easy. I mean, you can still do it, but it's like you risk a lot, right? Yeah. And, it, and also any,
1: Apple will refuse to fix anything else on a device if you open your device.
0: Yes. Yeah. You void you void the warranty uh, or you void any sort of service on it, right? Uh, they probably have tamper seals on them, right? Uh, I guess they would have some tamper seals too.
1: Well, not tamper seals, but it's glue. Oh, yes, glue. And yeah. you, use, you use adhesive strips and you place it down. You don't use the original glue. So you mm-hmm. can tell once you open it that someone's worked on it before.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Because I'm pretty sure this, the, the glue that Apple uses, you can't find that online anywhere, right? Probably not, no. They're like adhesive Pro- strips you place down on it. Probably, only Apple,
0: probably the only place you can find those is like Apple authorized uh, repair centers. I think those exist, right? Those are like yeah. third parties that can repair Apple devices uh, and authorized by Apple. Uh, yeah, so...
1: So uh moral of the story, fuck Apple. Um so, but uh fuck Google, right? What's this next story about? Next story. Um
0: <laughs> YouTube Music and YouTube Premium uh launched in US, Canada, UK,
1: uh, and other countries. Uh Canada finally, finally. died for YouTube. Oh god. <laughs> finally. It took them like what, like how many years? Uh I don't I, it's, it's been it's been twenty years, I think. Twenty is the exact number.
0: <laughs> and honestly, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for, I'm not into it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's 11.99 Canadian per month for a uh, YouTube premium, right?
1: Yep. Uh,
0: and I don't need a streaming service. Another one, rather, uh, I already have Spotify, right? Uh, the only thing I would want is ad-free YouTube and just paying for that is not possible anymore, right? It's,
1: uh, it's only... You have to you have to get both, right? To get either of them. So Google now has twenty music streaming services, right? I think that's that's how that works. Like Google is like, wow, we have a lot of chat apps, and someone else at the U- Google is like, man, bruh, what if we had as many streaming services as we had chat apps? Oh god. And so, so you, I think Google is like the plan is to depreciate Google Play Music and to move YouTube Music to be their only streaming service. Um, but, so you pay 10 bucks American or however much Canadian for it, and then for three dollars more, you get ad free YouTube, which is weird. Like what if I just want to pay three dollars for ad free YouTube and not pay for YouTube music?
0: Yes, i I mean, I, I know what they're trying to do. This is, this is like this is not a new tactic by any means. like you bun, you bundle something customers want with something else that customers probably don't really need, so you can get people to buy into. Think that you want to sell, right? Which is which is the uh, music service, right? Uh, they they want people to get into the music service, so they're bundling the ad free thing with the music service. You so you're forced to
1: do it. <sighs> Fucking yeah. And like the uh, thing is too, right? Like if they just offered YouTube ad free by itself, I'd pay for it. But like, I, I,
0: if it was like what, what, like five bucks a month or yeah. whatever, I I would I would sign up because I watch uh, quite a bit quite a bit of stuff on YouTube and uh, like I would love to support. Oh, and not having ads is a plus,
1: right? Like, yeah, that's, that's that's and they and hopefully creators can get more money that way. Uh, but I think I think this is what YouTube's trying to do, right because remember YouTube they during VidCon they announced um, new features where like they have a Patreon style uh, membership service. They revamped that, right? They're partnering with Teespring to make like T shirts. You can now give uh, paid subscribers to your channel specific benefits, but I don't, I don't know. If that's like. <sighs> The only, like, YouTuber I would do that for is maybe, like, Jim Sterling. Like, he's like, I would do for smaller YouTubers, right? Like, as much as I love MKBHD, he makes enough money from ads. We're like, why would I do that? The dude has, like, two Teslas, right? Casey Diestat has, like, 20,000 booster boards. And those are, like, 1,300 each. They have the amount of change to kind of just have that to do those kinds of things. So I would I would rather, like, give smaller YouTubers that, right? But I would still, I would want to pay, like, an a la carte price for no ad for ad for YouTube. But then I would still be willing to like throw a couple bucks here and there to individual, yeah, individual people I like. If YouTube wanted me to do that through YouTube itself, but paying for every YouTuber I like, a they're fine. They have enough viewers, right? The bigger ones have enough viewers. We're like, they add money it will serve them well. And the smaller ones, the ad money they don't even get it right now because of how YouTube revamped their ad model,
0: right? Right. And also, also this is YouTube trying to get a piece of that. Patreon money, right? They want that. They they see it. They see it happening. They see uh they see these people like Jim Sterling as an example, who have ad-free content, right? And are supporting themselves via Patreon. Uh and that is what they want. They want a cut of that. They want that that sweet, sweet recurring revenue from people subscribing, like paid subscriptions, right? They want that. They want the cut. They want that, they see that going to patreon instead they were like oh well we got to get have a piece of that uh and that's what they're going for uh, although
1: i would warrant for anyone creating stuff who's listening i wouldn't buy into youtube's patreon service because because you're now tied to youtube as a distribution platform where patreon you could take your videos like a patreon right you could like put yourself on a peer tube instance and your patrons are still there but you'd be locked into youtube now to distribute your content if you're using youtube uh the patreon service
0: yeah so you are locked. You're locked in both tech, like both from a distribution point, also from a financial point, right? And like YouTube can at any time pull your, like, can't, like, just block, uh, just like block payments to you, right? Like they can do that at any any possible time. They they could cite like terms of service violations. Uh, they could cite whatever the fuck they want, really. Uh, and like you can you can stop making money like instantly. Like, it's it's like you are essentially centralizing like that like you're you're Putting all your eggs in one basket, right? You're putting you're putting your distribution platform and your source of income in the same place. And that is a very precarious place because especially how YouTube behaves, uh and so yeah. So don't no, so no. <laughs> it's such a long-winded way of saying like like fuck YouTube, like uh it's not good.
1: Yeah, but, like I would like yeah, and some people might be like, but didn't you just say you'd be willing to do it? And I'm like so if if I I would warn against it but if a small creator I like is doing it and they want to I would still will give them money that way right It's a different I mean
0: it's it's, it's a different it's a thing of like you're not you still want to support the people who are trying to
1: like you know make a
0: living off of it but also at the same time be critical of the system itself right
1: Yeah yeah like um, if you like if you make stuff like please firstly like Patreon's not the best model too cuz Patreon's not blocking not safe for work content like if you make that they're now like Taking down people's ability to get paid for that, so, and, you know, like as much as I think crypto has its problems, like I honestly feel like at this point, especially if, like SESTA and Fasta in the US, right, like a peer tube instance with crypto, like bi- whatever coin, chose a coin, right, <laughs> like whatever coin donations, right, or subscriptions might mm-hmm. be the best way forward. Yeah,
0: it's it's uh, it's a hard model. there, there are multiple attempts at it. I remember those a ser- those I think there's still a service called Flatter, right? Where you uh where you click a button and you have this like shared pool of money that you give to people every month, right? It's like a uh it's like a thing. I don't know if I don't know if it flatter is micro uh, like, micropayments. Micro micro
1: patronage and all that kind of stuff. But the problem yes. being with that, right, is that it's still like subject to like if since you're dealing with actual US currency or at least so in my case, right, like Canadian currency, you're subject to those laws. And sometimes those laws don't match up right where if like you want to pay for porn online stripe won't let you do that nope. <laughs> like you, you there's only certain payment processors and those ones are kind of grimy so like, uh, let you yeah do there are there so, are a couple yes but uh, it's like it's like stripes the nice one and the rest of them it's like i don't know you might not get your money sometimes it might be weird or it might get taken down in a raid because someone sold something they shouldn't be selling it with that processor right so it's like decentralizing that and it as gross as gross as cryptocurrency is i feel like that's the best worst situation
0: i mean that's that that's the dream right like the dream is that you move away from centralized visa and mastercard uh processors, right like the whole system is like essentially visa and mastercard right and if, if visa and mastercard don't want to sell something uh they can do it and they have enormous power to essentially like you know Kill anything, really? Uh, they, I think they don't like. Uh, they did. They do. That. Remember that time when um, they blocked donations to what was it? Like WikiLeaks? Was yeah, that Wiki, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. that WikiLeaks? Was that I think Visa or Mastercard? I don't remember.
1: I think. I know. I think I remember you talking about PayPal too, right? Yes. Although, PayPal. Um, yeah. Let's just say fuck WikiLeaks. Uh, we're just saying. That uh, yeah. Those, I mean, they, they,
0: they, I yeah, mean they, they, yeah. yeah. That was not my like. I wasn't
1: like no, no, trying I, to I, say. No, but I'm, to, I'm make it clear to make a point we don't support about support WikiLeaks over here. No. Uh, no. But no. But. uh like i i, I get what you mean. that they have the power to ob- arbitrarily make decisions on who can buy what and and honestly like the dream is universal basic income but before that uh doing crypto for these things is probably a better better word it's like it's a good band-aid i guess man, bitcoin it's,
0: it's, is just so slow
1: God. it's not bitcoin then that's why we use bitcoin cash ethereum Coin. i've been telling everyone i'm about to have an ico um, initial Chosa offering for Chosa coin <laughs> and you invested in it with your hearts. This is this is like Kingdom Hearts, right? Oh, you invested it with your, no, with your heart that's, power.
0: Let's not do Kingdom <laughs> Hearts. I had enough of that last week.
1: Uh, oh, they didn't make it
0: into the show. Oh, dang the lord. You have. Ev- the viewers, the listeners got spared.
1: They from. really, they missed out. I, I couldn't figure <laughs> out like how to really explain it in the way I did, right? So yeah. I had to cut a lot of our Square Enix content in the short. But that's so. that's
0: fine. Nobody cared about the Square Enix content anyway.
1: You know uh, what? Fuck you. I kept the <laughs> Assassin's Creed content in you, asshole.
0: <laughs> you should have deleted it just for spite. No, that would have been funny. Um,
1: uh, no, I, I told you in other ways. Don't worry about it. Just wait until uh, I start okay. talking about anime.
0: Oh god, I have to listen to this after. Um, so uh, next up, something that is also stupid: uh, Surface USB C adapter. No,
1: I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. I don't. It's, it's a I, why? It's a, it's a dongle. This it's a very nice looking dongle. But it's a doggle to plug in your uncle doggles into it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who, what devices are native USB-C that you need to plug into your computer? Me and Zach were talking about this before the show began. Like, there's a Switch, but A, you don't plug your Switch into the computer, because, or B, you don't even use a Switch charger for your computer because when Nintendo does weird stuff with a Switch charger, it makes it maybe not safe to plug into like a MacBook or something like that. It is, it is a
0: really nice looking little brick, I guess. Uh, very surface design it's eighty was, bucks though eighty bucks seventy nine
1: nine nine uh which is gonna be like nine, like a hundred dollars canadian uh uh <laughs> i don't even i don't even know like you buy this dongle to plug in your other dongles
0: uh, um, it, it supports uh, connected displays up to one x four k at sixty hertz or two x four k at thirty hertz uh what does that even like, mean? Like, what does that support actually? Like, what is what sort of? So,
1: what you can have one four K display, uh, four K max resolution at sixty hertz, or if you do two, it cuts the refresh rate down to thirty hertz.
0: Right. But what sort of displays use? Uh
1: oh, the uh Apple display, the LG one, the UltraFine one. Oh okay. There's okay. a couple of displays out there that you can you can plug in with a USB C.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't actually, I, I I didn't remember that there was actually a display that you can plug in. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, uh. I... This is, yeah, this is, like... It's it's niche. Like, whoever needs this really needs this. Like, I'm betting there's somebody out there who's really happy about this one uh, because they probably need it. uh, But it's, like, 10 people. uh, And uh, USB-C is a fucking mess. Uh, Don't... Yeah, it's just, like... It's a a, a mess. Yep. It's a mess. Uh, I mean, the promise of USB... I remember... uh, this is this is like a little bit of nostalgia I guess. Uh my first USB drive. Uh this was I don't even know. Uh this was a Kingston uh USB drive. It had 256 megabytes of of storage and it, it cost me like well I didn't buy it my parents bought it but it was like a like hundred something dollars. And now you can buy uh a 128 GB micro sd card for like 60 bucks right uh and it's kind of absurd how far we've come with us like usb i was talking micro sd but the like usb drives you can buy like uh you can buy like a one you can buy like one TB usb drives for like 100 bucks uh it's it's absurd like usb usb has come along and usb is amazing i love usb but usb c so far has been a bit of a disaster uh for everybody involved uh, I hope it gets better because I, I like USB-C as a thing, like the whole the unidirectional, like you don't have to like, you can plug it any way you want, right? You don't have to worry about which direction you put the plug, uh, put the cable in,
1: right? Uh, we gave up everything else though, just to be able to not worry about plugging the stupid thing in upside down. I know,
0: I know. People are weird. Uh, people are like, the smallest inconveniences matter to us more than uh, a lot of but, yeah, that's the, that's excuse me like that's the dongle to plug in other dongles. Uh the dongle dongle, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the dongle dongle, a dongle for your dongle, so you can dongle in Dongle Town with all your dongle buds. <laughs> I, dongle I,
0: buds I, is not the episode title, I guess. Uh,
1: well, uh, you know, you know, this is actually a good segue because our next story is um, the software equivalent of a dongle. Microsoft rewrote their Skype app to be a web app for Windows (sighs) can we just talk about the long history of Skype on Windows 10 real quick
0: Yes, we can talk about the desktop Windows, the Win thirty two app first, I guess.
1: Okay, so uh, Skype was a Win thirty two app which was originally peer to peer. Microsoft bought it, rewrote it to actually plug into like a centralized server. And then with Windows uh, Phone ten, Microsoft then rewrote it as a UWP app, which was built into the phone dialer, a separate video app, and the text message app, SMS app on Windows Phone ten, which could do Skype conversations. But then LOL, Windows Phone died, so Microsoft rewrote it to be a native UWP app, which um. Never got any feature updates, had an SMS relay that no one ever used. Uh, and like half the features that they're going to bring to it and never did. And then Microsoft killed that one off for this Skype app, which is now a new universal app, which is actually built on React Native, but is still a UWP app because it can run on all the Windows 10 devices.
0: You know, you know. I, I mean, we're making fun of Skype, but is, is Skype still, I think, the only like the best video chat platform on Windows? Is that probably it?
1: I mean, I think, Discord will make your battery, like, cry, right? I
0: mean, like, <sighs> Discord doesn't count, I think. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know Discord did video
1: call. They just added video, I thought, so okay. long ago. So, but yeah, so Skype is still, Skype's, like, the most used option. Yes, like, that's Skype's, true. Skype's the equivalent of a McDonald's. It's always there if you need it, but no one wants it. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, but Skype is very, like, the, the it works pretty well, right? Like, it works decently enough that
1: it... Skype people... works well enough. It's just the fact that, like, Skype has, like, their native apps. Remember, they redesigned them to be, like, Snapchat. They, like, copy, like, the Snapchat kind of stuff. I, I haven't checked in yeah. since then.
0: They probably walked oh, it back.
1: That, I, I, it's, it's, um, I, I don't
0: use... I don't need Skype for anything. I used to need it for work stuff.
1: Uh, don't ask. Uh, did, you, did you use Skype for business? No. Should I let Jake know?
0: It was not Skype for Business, unfortunately. It was just plain ordinary Skype group chat. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm. It was. It, it was what it does. Uh, but I no longer have to do that, uh, thankfully. So I don't have Skype installed. I haven't. In, I mean, I haven't had it on my desktop, but I don't really use it. Uh, I don't have it on my phone anymore because why would I keep it installed? Uh, so, I mean, I. Why is it a web app? Why is it? Why I. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's a so let's be real. Like the fact that it's a web app, it's it's, it's like it's piece react native is like web apps but then like it gets compiled to be native-ish. Yes. Right? It's like Discord actually. It's a bridge. Yeah, it's basically it's actually Discord uses react native. It's the same technology as Discord. So, I actually don't have a problem with it being a react native app. It just uses more resources and RAM but That's fine. It's a messaging app. Messaging apps don't have to be native, right? Like, no, that's not that's really, my thing. No. That's my thing of like Marzipan, right? On iOS 12 and Mac OS uh, 10, whatever it hits the Mac OS, right? It's like if Wire came to the Mac as a Marzipan app, I'd be fine with that, right? Yes.
0: The iOS app is pretty good. Uh, I would be fine with
1: Although that. Although I learned something though no dark mode on an iPad.
0: Interesting. I guess they just didn't have, they didn't update the. Theme for it, I guess. I guess that's
1: the. Well, the options it. completely gone, which is weird. But besides the point, right? Like that's that's like I'd be fine. Like, I'm fine with chat apps being like weird, web apps up because it's not. It's. I feel like it's very hard to make a uh to make a chat app like the actual garbage. I mean, Discord did it, but like they're the <laughs> exception, right? <laughs> Sky. I don't uh, know.
0: Developing native apps. Um, uh, I, I think we've talked about this so many times now, but it's it's not easy, right? And like, there's a. Lower like there's a higher bur like a higher support burden for native apps. Like yeah. and there's
1: a higher cost of entry rate. Yes, and also Especially, um you have to hire yeah. actual native developers. And which is yeah, you can't you can't get like uh John from marketing to come over and do it because he he learned some sick HTML skills while building a website once. So you actually have to pay real developers real wages. You know, and who'd want to do that? VC money doesn't pay real doesn't pay that kind of oh, stuff.
0: Lord, lord. <laughs> But yes, yeah, uh, nobody wants to develop uh, native apps. Uh, everybody wants to do Electron or Re-
1: native, like, what, React Native. Uh, Although I will say React Native to UWP is better than Electron. I mean, it does look better. Because uh, that's running on Edge HTML, right? Or whatever or whatever Microsoft calls their rendering engine. So if you do that as a UWP app, you're still going to get better resource management better um better battery life right and all that stuff out of it so even if it'll use a little bit more than like a native native app i'm still this to me is less gross than a full-on electron app
0: mm-hmm. i agree I, am, I i agree with that but uh I'm, I'm, i've been slowly trying to get rid of electron apps uh it's hard because people like to use discord for some reason mastodon people i'm looking at you
1: uh mastodon <laughs> I, I hate I hate centralized services, but I'm going to use Discord instead of Slack for my organizing efforts. Like, no, like I don't I don't. Discord's just as at least Slack has a fucking business model. Like <laughs> you're using Discord, Discord's like probably selling all of your information and stuff, right? Like yeah, they they, they really are. They, they
0: set analytics. This is everybody kn- like this is a known fact. Like it sends analytics to discord servers all the time
1: like discord and slack are like both gross tech companies at the very least we fucking use slack where i can get integrations to do nice stuff that actually helps collaboration stuff if we're gonna go if we're gonna go down the path of doing this let me fucking run the stipes radio chap on a Slack. that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying Oh God. I'm sorry. It's
0: it's getting it, into chat app Discourse. It's getting again. into Chat App Discord. Yeah, also, stop.
1: um it's ninety two degrees in yes. in Massachusetts right now and it's the room I'm in doesn't have any uh heat AC going right now, so I'm sweating profusely yeah, all right. no, yelling let's, about let's, chat apps.
0: Let's let's wrap this <laughs> up. Uh you can find us, as always, uh two shades of dot com. You can find me on Mastodon at staticsafe at Mastodon.zombacla and Christian. You're back on Mastodon. So. I,
1: I am back on Mastodon. Please block me preemptively because I am not <laughs> here for you or your shit. Don't <sighs> at me. But, um, so I am at at 10 forwardsocial
0: 10forward.social.
1: Yeah. Also, um, why 10forward.social, you say? Because Static will never ban me, right? <laughs> 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 uh, but i'm also uh the plot line about the raspberry pi being down is over i, I put the site on github pages so chose to- find out website is where you can find good, good that stuff. at good good uh that's good because oh that resolution was... though resolution um to that though i checked the router and yeah uh my my isp reset my um ip address right oh, okay. so that's why the website was down because it was pointing to an ip address that didn't have that wasn't serving a web page
0: right uh that's I mean. Yeah. Well with that, uh, I think goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>